0: That you would say take- what's up ladies and germs (laughs) welcome back to another episode of top that your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss lists upon lists they could be about how people look they could be about movies that we've seen in the past they could be about our favorite alcohol you never know we switch it up every week
1: every week
0: sometimes they aren't even lists sometimes we go out of a hat Sometimes we improvise it.
1: Those are fun, and I feel like we we're ready for one again, like an improv.
0: Me too. I like the improv one. Uh, I'm here this week with just a solo caster.
1: We're missing. We're missing a uh, uh, a castmate this week,
0: and it's the first time I think
1: I, it is. I uh, we've done this twice where we've missed one, and I've been the one missing both times.
0: I think it was work both times for you.
1: Both times. So now we're missing Sabrina just due to a scheduling conflict. Um, I'm so Nate,
0: and I'm obviously here with my friend, my roommate, Derek. What's well, Gucci, everyone? And yes, unfortunately, Sabrina. Hey, for those of you that don't know, we don't all live together. We actually live quite a bit apart. In different cities. And we make it work. But sometimes schedules get crazy. Work gets in the way. You guys know how that goes. So we gotta we gotta improvise.
1: Oh, that was good.
0: Yeah. See what that I did good. there?
1: Yeah. Uh if they enjoy watching us improvise
0: and things, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at top that dude on Instagram. T O P T H A T D U D E. You can also find us on Facebook. I don't even have Facebook anymore. And did you know that you can't promote on Instagram if you don't have a Facebook?
1: You told me that yesterday. That's wild.
0: I tried to do it the other day. For all you out there that are thinking of starting a business or maybe you just want people to see your pretty face. If you get rid of your Facebook, you can no longer promote your stuff on Instagram. You need a Facebook account. I recently deactivated mine and did not know that. And uh, a little disappointing.
1: I wish I could deactivate mine, but I need it for work.
0: Oh, it's, yes. it's kind of frustrating that like you need it for work. I I used to have my soccer schedule on there. Can't promote now. Yeah, like
1: I don't use it for social, uh, social medium anymore.
0: Yeah. media. I remember when I used to be like straight up addicted to it. Right.
1: The older generation has taken it over and it's just, I mean, it was kind of like, you're right. I was low key addicted. I remember the day that I deleted my MySpace cause it was like, I don't need this anymore. I'm at right. Facebook.
0: MySpace was dope, though. MySpace was pretty dope. Um, Got to pick your five best friends.
1: I was a top eight for me.
0: Eight? Yes. I'm sorry yeah. you're you're correct. I and then there's people that me. had
1: a top sixteen and a top thirty-four, and then some people who like to watch the world burn had a top four. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it created riffs and my like. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. It was like, why am I, why am I going down? What the hell, bro? Exactly. So it was.
0: Good times. Yeah. And, MySpace.
1: Right. Um. Yeah, super weird. So I like only use it for work things. Yeah. Because I work with majority of older people. So that's where all my like work days get traded.
0: That's what's kind of frustrating is that it's become an essential.
1: Yeah, not in love with it. Hmm.
0: Anyway, yeah, find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook if you want. And uh, listen to us.
1: Come hang out. It's, it's a good place to hang out. We we got a lot of like, hot or nots, which I like. And you you guys vote for the weirdest things sometimes. Uh, yeah. Those of you that didn't like Jamie Presley from Joe Dirt, y'all are crazy.
0: That's the one that gets me the most out of the ones we've done.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: if you look at Jamie Presley when she was younger was the, what, 90s? She hot in the 90s? 90s, 2000s. 90s, 2000s Margot Robbie. Go back go back and look at her. She's a fox. Speaking of Margot.
1: God, she's good looking. And I'm just glad that she's not a face. Like she can bring the heat. Yeah. She's good in that. Uh really good in Antonia.
0: Her little her little part in The Big Short was great.
1: Great. Um
0: She's in one called the uh not the but Terminal. Yeah. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, she
1: so she was in a um a TV show about flight attendants called Pan Am. Mm-hmm. Pan, you know, and and that didn't like really go off after the first season, but that was like her first big break.
0: I'm surprised that it didn't. She was
1: one of the only good things about Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, and they're
0: gonna ruin yeah. her standalone, right? Go ahead. We talked about this a little bit. Bring har, bring Margot Robbie's Harley Harley over to the Joker universe.
1: Oh my god! If you if Todd Phillips got a t- guy let yeah.
0: Let's pause this and tell these people what we're going right, to talk about this just week. we're segwaying in perfectly right now. Yeah. So this week, because Sabrina is gone and there's only two of us, uh, we're not we're not going to do a list this week. It's not but a traditional
1: instead, week. Uh, we've been watching a lot of movies lately and a lot of TV lately, and uh, we're just going to review some of the newer things that we've seen. Do it's, a recent entertainment review. And then some of the things we're excited about that are right around the corner. So Yeah. It's a lot of good stuff right now and a lot of good stuff right around the corner. So... That being said, that's what we're talking about tonight, and then back to uh, back to our idea here, because Todd Phillips is the key to the city right now. Um,
0: yeah, the Joker was amazing, and him and Joaquin have both already said if we get an idea that works, we'll do
1: it. Right, and it's not even a maybe anymore because now they're like handcuffed with the massive success that the Joker has had. The and studio, all the, Oscar the studio is basically saying, uh, whose dick needs to get sucked for this movie to get made? Right, you we'll let you guys do anything you want, just make the movie, name your price, you got a blank check
0: and and there it is. so, so. this is what I think you do i I think you leave Batman out of it. Maybe you kind of like in this the Joker movie, you throw Bruce Wayne in there a little bit just to kind of build the relationship so you can picture what they become. but instead, bring in Harley Quinn, bring in Margot Robbies, Harley Quinn. she's not Harley Quinn, she's not the villain Harley Quinn yet. She's uh Arthur's psychiatrist in Arkham. Right. And have the movie be about her decline and her starting to right. like believe him. Give,
1: give us another uh, uh like emotional mental piece yes. with with
0: her this time. Yeah, do a character, like you yeah. said, it was more of a character study.
1: Right. Because we're we we ju- we're just now seeing Arthur Who's the Joker become okay with himself? He's not yet manipulative. He's not fully the Joker yet. He's just right. starting to like like not be like
0: a human. He's letting go of all his problems where right. he's kind of
1: so let's like see him make some decisions, like look at this moldable mind, this beautiful woman, and and think, you know, like this is how I get out of here.
0: And and it's a good time for Margot Robbie in her career because she's establishing herself as a as a great actress. But she still hasn't had that one that was like, she's an actress right. now. Right. She's still a little bit of eye candy.
1: She got close with I, Tonya. Yes. She could have won, but she didn't win the Oscar. She's nominated. It's so give though.
0: her this piece where she's got to become like Joaquin Phoenix did for Joker. You know she's got a deep dive.
1: You know what I read the other day was... Uh, do you remember watching i tanya do you remember watching the the figure skating scenes yeah and i kept, i can i personally kept saying these look way too weird like it was just like it was like cgi or something like that and they ended up being it like super cgi because when they went through the gauntlet of people like okay we need to find someone that kind of like can do what tanya harding used to do they realized how fucking good tanya harding was and they couldn't no find one could it. do they, it they couldn't find anyone close wow yeah so it's like they would just like Kind of, because it was weird. It was like they took like footage of her, but superimposed like uh Margot Robbie's face on her, and it was just like this looks so weird. When they
0: when they try too hard to make it look good, it ends up looking bad.
1: Right. That's when you look back on movies like Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety four, that stand the test of time. That still fucking terrify me.
0: Jurassic Park. It's it's crazy that they did that with the mix of like the actual puppets and the CGI.
1: Yeah. So good. And that's just powerhouse cast. Sam Neill, Lord Dern, Jeff Goldblum.
0: Look at the career Goldblum has had. Yeah. From that to now just being an icon beyond his acting.
1: Yeah, now, now he's kind of a guy that, like, people don't even give a shit about like what he can bring to the table acting-wise. This is what I'm around. Like, give me his energy. Throw him in. Because, I mean, anyone could have done his role in uh, uh, Thor 3.
0: Ragnarok. I right. was thinking the ex- when you started saying his role in, I knew exactly where you were going. Right.
1: Anyone could have done that.
0: Um, but he brings his own, like you were saying, he brings his own flavor of like the, uh, uh, yeah. uh, You're the killer. He's
1: almost like a caricature of himself. And like, he's like, this is what I am now. And I'm going to play the shit out of it. Like,
0: Yeah. This is what I am now. And, and I'm not changing yeah, it's cool. for anything. Yeah. Because it, it's great.
1: The Oh my God. When... They're watching, okay, so the scene I'm thinking about in Jurassic Park is the kids, there's two Ford Explorers, and it's right. It's during the storm, and that's right when the T-Rex breaks out and it starts attacking the front car. The front car has the two kids in it, and it has, uh, what's his name?
0: The uh, lawyer guy? Yeah, it's Jen
1: something, Genova or Geneva or uh, Genera, Genero, it's Genero. His last name is Genero, they call him Genero, and he fucking books it. And he goes into, like, the toilet. Bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Sam Neill and uh, Jeff Goldblum are in the one behind, and he rubs the fog. Sam uh, Jeff Goldblum rubs the fog off the fucking, like, front, like, you know, windshield, because they can't see. And he goes, God, I hate being right. And even though it was kind of like a smirk, like, whatever, the scene was still terrifying. Like, and that's when they get out and, like, do the fucking flare shit. Yeah. And get rid of the flare.
0: I remember... Because that came out when these jokes were still hilarious, and I remember the next day, not the next day, when it, people started seeing it, the big scene, everyone was, oh, dude, someone gets eaten off the toilet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was,
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I swear yeah. you could see him still taking a dump. Yeah. He's ta- no, that's it. That no, I was swear. it.
0: He's taking a dump, and he eats him right off the toilet.
1: Dude, it was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That whole scene, because I I feel like we've talked about this before. But when the T Rex breaks through the glass, it wasn't supposed to break through all the way to the glass. So the kids are screaming for real.
0: Their actual reactions.
1: Yeah. So there's that.
0: That would be terrifying. Yeah. And a big animatronic thing just coming through.
1: When her name is Lex. When Uh, the car keeps getting spun, and she's trapped under, and you can see the mud level rise and she's she starts crying but it's like it's it's a sad cry but it's more like a like a frustrated cry like <laughs> are you kidding all like, the stuff
0: that's happening right yeah, now yeah like
1: like it's it's so like believable like those children fucking killed that role the kid the dude the boy has been in one other movie that i know of he was on the social network i think it was the boy <laughs> you, you know my name <laughs> really yeah, what was, was so, he one of the roommates? Yeah, he's one of the roommates when like they're voting hot or not, and he's one of the kids. He Interesting. Might, he might be a programmer, but and then Lex was, um, she like retired to become a painter or something like that.
0: You know my least favorite. Now that we're on Jurassic Park, you know my most frustrated. The part I hate the most is what's the main girl's name? The blonde, the mom blonde,
1: mom blonde.
0: The uh, Laura Dern. Yes, Laura Dern. Okay. When Laura Dern. Uh, she just gets out of the raptor when they go turn the power back on. She just gets out and she fuck. she's like hobbling because the thing's dragging behind. I hate that scene. <laughs> and she like slams the door closed and then just stands there for a second. And starts crying. Yeah, and then like limp runs again. I'm like, J- you're not hurt. Why are you limping? She's scared. F- a full run. Very true. I would be, I got a bad knee right now. Velociraptors come through this apartment complex. I'm full sprint.
1: Could have used you last night, man.
0: Could have. No, oh, I thought about it. I told uh, Terrence and I think Brittany at one point. I was like, I could just be a wall out there, like just stand. You guys pass to me, I'll give it right back.
1: We're talking about our soccer team. Nate can't play right now. He's hurt.
0: They had a they had a rough loss. Played well, but rough loss. Played a really good team. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you guys about this a little bit. So I go and watch Derek whenever I can because it's my old team too, and I like watching my roommate, I'm and the, I like watching soccer. I'm the keeper. He's the keeper. Playing an indoor team. For all of you that don't know what indoor is, it's soccer on a on a field hockey rink. Yeah,
1: it's a hockey rink. You can play off the wall and shit. Uh,
0: this team that we were on, we started out at. Probably one of the lower level leagues. There's like ten.
1: Soccer so big in the city, in the city of Portland, because it's called Soccer Town USA. There's like ten leagues. We yep. were like seven or eight. Yeah. Like now we're, we're very in, low now and because we keep winning. We're in two.
0: Running, winning, and winning handedly. Yeah. Like going undefeated. We
1: won like three straight seasons without uh, losing a game. Like three straight championships.
0: But now this team, who uh, don't get me wrong, the team is very, very good but we're playing against people that probably all played in college yeah, or yeah,
1: they're just better.
0: And they can rip shots. Yeah.
1: I uh t- the the girl we lost a game last night 4 to 3.
0: Well, and let's also say this. Our team on a good on the best day, we probably have two guy subs, two girl subs. Best day. Yeah. This team yesterday had four or five complete subs. Yeah. They had one girl sub on our team and the other team was sprinting the entire game which if you haven't played indoor or any sports it tough 44 minutes straight of just sprint
1: yeah quick agile fucking
0: but they were up for most of the game
1: yeah we were up three two for most of the game playing with house money just because it was a on paper nine times out of ten we should have lost 10 to one or 10 to two This team should have kicked the shit out of us. So the fact that I played above my level last night, and so did my team. We're up 3-2 for the majority of the game. Two minutes left. We made two mistakes, gave up two goals, cost us the game.
0: They weren't even crazy mistakes either.
1: First one was my fault. I just fucking misplayed a ball, watched it.
0: Weird angle. Sneak into
1: the corner to tie the game at 3-3. And then less than two minutes ago, one of my defenders brought down uh, a player in the box that starts a PK. I guess right. Got still, his hands to it. Both hands on the ball, and it still goes in. And uh, that was with like 90 seconds ago. And we ended up not being able to like put a shot back on goal. So um, well fought, like, though. Yeah, I told Nate in the car driving home last night. It was I feel like I got five out of six numbers to win the Powerball. Like. It's astronomical, shouldn't have been even close, but we watched 5 out of 5 hit, we just needed to hit the 6th, and we couldn't hit the 6th, like it was it, like I, we shouldn't have been there and then I started catching feelings like oh, we can actually do this and then got a little cock tease at the end, so I, th-
0: I thought they were so, they were long story out.
1: short, I would like cause the best part of like games was playing, me and him playing together, so it's those are fun as shit
0: and if you listened to two episodes ago, three episodes ago, I can't remember what it was. My knee is, my leg, I guess, is just he's, screwed. He's
1: got some shrapnel in there.
0: Yeah, I do. Got a big old chunk of shrapnel.
1: Um. Yeah, so that's what I did last night on a Friday. Trying to stay active on my days off. I'm uh, pretty husky right now. I need to lose, uh, I got a 15K coming up uh, a little more than a month from now. Oh, here? Uh, yeah, the Shamrock Run. Oh, Yeah, so I'm going to do it. The best thing about it is uh, Joel's doing it, so she's just going to pace me the whole time. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a uh, nine and three-eighths of a mile.
0: Not that... Uh, even if I was healthy, I'm not a runner. I don't like doing that. Like, I have no desire to do a marathon or anything like that. I would have, so. like, me, you, and Brett have talked about that triathlon. Is that mm-hmm. what that is? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool because you're on a team, but... Like, what you're doing, I have no interest in doing that, even if I was healthy. But it does suck to think, like, I probably... I could, but it wouldn't be a good idea for me to do that ever again. Got you. You know what I mean? Right. That's a shitty thought to be, be like, limited.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't like it.
0: Even if I don't like it, I'm limited.
1: Right. Like, before I hurt my shoulder, I never thought about it once. But now that, like, my shoulder, like, can't go full, like, on... I can never do jujitsu jitsu again. And I'm like, I never thought about doing that before.
0: I can't throw a discus.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> My discus career's over.
0: Yeah. Great. I was going to start that next year.
1: Fucking hey, It was coming. I used to throw discus in high school, actually.
0: You know what I think our group could be really good at? And we could be like the dudes that went to Olympics and won. I think we Shun could forward. get... Yeah. Yeah. Curling. Yeah. I think we could get really good.
1: Um, there, did you ever watch The Losers on Netflix? It was uh, the the just
0: one episode. So there's a curling one.
1: Is there? Yeah, and it's really intense. It's really well done.
0: I went curling with uh, one of my work for a work party one time. It's fun.
1: Yeah, I imagine because like just that. yeah, it's fucking a shovel board.
0: Long game. Yeah. Long game should be in the Olympics. Anyway, let's get a little back on track here. Um, should we do uh, 1917?
1: Yeah. Um, so we wrapped up. I don't know how we even got it on Jurassic Park, but we wrapped it Jeff up. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I have no clue. Where did we go? Margot oh, Robbie. Oh
1: yeah, because we were talking about uh, superimposing Margot Robbie's face oh, and the yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah and the fact there we that go. in 1994 Jurassic Park's still kicking.
0: Anyway, Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix, pull Margot Robbie from whatever she's doing because it's Please. not working.
1: Yeah, and I love Margot Robbie. Me too. She always brings some heat. Uh, you know what another dope movie with her was? Was uh Focus with Will Smith. Do you remember her? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say underrated because it was an okay movie. Yeah. But very little talked about.
1: Yeah. I think Will Smith, it's, I'm ready for another good Will Smith. He, I think he's he's put like five or six straight movies that are just kind of mediocre. Gemini
0: Man was pretty good.
1: Really? I hate to admit it, but I enjoyed it. We've recently talked about it again. I think Bright was very criminally underrated. Everyone shit on that movie. I thought it was really good.
0: I feel like it's just because it's got weird. Like, it's weird.
1: But it's super weird, but...
0: um, Like, the whole Juan thing. Yeah, Joel, I remember watching it, Juan thing. Just
1: I really liked Joel Edgerton's plight. Um the whole time of him not being accepted because he was an orc, uh, right? Not being accepted as a cop because he was an orc, and not being accepted as an orc because he was a cop, and, right? But the whole like orc community is like Mexican gangbangers, like they all wear the fubu jackets and right. Like, my son gets his colors. And I'm not just saying Mexican. Like it's there's a bunch of like Hispanic like undertones there. It's you have to watch a movie if you haven't seen it, and it like and at the end like when like he rescues like someone from a fire and then looks over and all like the gangster orcs that tried to kill him a half hour earlier just kind of like raise their fists at him like in solidarity God, yeah
0: you, we respect you now yeah it's it, the wand I, I i guess it was just the wand for me yeah the wand really threw me off like that's what they were this was like a super weapon right. or something cuz it like
1: it could grant anything you wanted.
0: Right. Like, it, that's a weird part. So that's a weird part to me. It's been
1: in production for a while, but the sequel's uh, being worked on. I'm thinking of all
0: the things now. Like, duh. I'll save it.
1: Let's do it. Okay. So we saw 1917
0: very recently. 1917. I was a little upset that 1917
1: won the Golden Globe for Best Picture over The Joker.
0: Yes, and director. I, I want Todd Phillips to win something. What's his name? Sam Mendes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I know why.
1: This is yeah, this is before we saw 1917. And we we're just both, we cuz we we're both expecting well after we saw The Joker, I was like that's running away with sweeping everything.
0: Yeah. And it,
1: it For, almost did. Fucking everything. I think the Oscars are tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, fun. Yeah, just FYI. Um Ran away with fucking everything. Uh, so when before we even saw 1917, when we were watching the Golden Globes and Sam Mendes won for Best Director, and then 1917 won for Best Movie, we're like, "What the fuck, dude? This
0: sucks." It's but starting at to the get same time. robbed.
1: So we saw 1917, and it it's up there. It's pretty it fucking is. good.
0: I, I I'll see them. I'm not a huge fan of war movies nowadays because I felt like. War movies went through a period where they were all just kind of the same. It was like a team or a group or like a couple people having to go on some mission or something goes awry and they survive or, you know, they're good, obviously. But at the same time, I'm like, God, how many times can you tell these stories? Very true. But this one is it's different. It's
1: pretty revolutionary. It is. The fact that it's just two, it's like one continuous shot that's split for one second right in the middle. So it's two shots. Like he gets knocked out cold and wakes up. And that's... uh.
0: For those that you can't comprehend what that means, it means you're following the action in time the entire time. Yeah. There's no scene changes. There's no going forward, going backwards. You're just with... The people that you're watching the entire time.
1: There was a couple parts that we cringed at. Where, like, he cuts his hand on barbed wire and it cuts it like pretty, like, it's hard to watch. It's just like, oh, you're watching the metal like rip through his hand. And then he f- trips and falls, and his hand, the cut hand, goes through like a dead Nazi's chest or stomach. Like, goes straight through like, and like a rotting body yeah, that's like, dead on the field. And like, it's gnarly. So.
0: Oh, before we start all this, if you haven't seen these movies, spoilers. Yeah. Because. We're gonna talk. Just
1: FYI, so uh, it's, I, the the trailer is amazing because they they lay down pretty like smoothly. They just say, "Hey, you have a brother in the 91st Infantry and whatever. Uh, He's with." 1200 other men they're walking into a trap
0: they set up the journey yeah
1: they set up the journey perfectly and they're saying basically you have to go make this massive trek to go warn them before they set up this uh this attack because the attack's actually an ambush and they're walking into a trap and they're gonna lose 1200 men and if you don't get there in time they're all gonna die including your brother and that sets up the movie
0: two kids he tells one guy and he's like hey bring one choose one person bring him with you and he gets this message.
1: Yeah. And like one of the only things they say is something. He's like, we need to slow down. He's like, why slow down? He's like, because we don't do this cleverly. We're not going to get to your brother. So the thing that shocked me about the movie, though, like probably before even like, the, only the first act, one of them dies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like the the plot point. It starts at plot that, point one. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. One of them goes outro. Um, it's the kinda, brother. It's a set. Yeah. It's the, the fucking main kid. Like he kind of, it's, he, it's an uncomfortable scene to watch because you're literally watching him bleed out in time.
0: He gets stabbed in the stomach. Trying, and to,
1: trying to save a
0: downed Nazi pilot. And it has the same reaction, a real reaction, in my opinion, of looking at his buddy that he's with. Am I dying?
1: Yeah, it's, Am I not, dying? it's not fun. It's, it's
0: And the other part, talking about how they make this movie so intense, just the little things they do to make you feel what they're feeling is... Previous, like probably 10 minutes before, within that first act, the guy who survives yells at the brother and says, why did you pick me? Why did you pick me to come on this stupid journey? And then he gets to the end of that first act and the brother dies. And now he, the guy who didn't want to go on this in the first place, now has to go alone through this whole thing.
1: At the end of the movie, you're exhausted. You're literally, you're exhausted watching this shit because you just... Yeah, you get emotionally involved. Don't it's be emotionally on, tiresome. Yeah, don't be on your phone when you watch this and it's gonna be easy not to be just because it's very excuse me, I gotta hiccup. It's very engaging. You'll realize why it just won the Golden Globe for best like movie. I still after seeing both, I still want the Joker to win.
0: But I'll understand. Right. You know why? Yeah. Yeah, the there's, mo- it's the, not just oh, they gave him that.
1: The movie's so good, and there's a handful of people that like they don't really bill anyone in this movie. Like the two main kids aren't aren't like billable names. They're kind of like no names. But there are people sprinkled in that are big names. Like Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, the guy they're trying to find the whole movie.
0: One of my favorite memes is just people all the variations on his name that they see around. Hey, isn't that guy that played Doctor Strange? Cumberbatch, Bend-A-Dick. Speak, okay, speaking of uh, the,
1: the Mountains of Madness or whatever the sequel to Doctor Strange is, when that was gonna they said it was gonna be a legit horror movie and now they can't do it anymore or something like
0: that, like the director's dropped out. I saw that they were trying to get someone else. If they
1: are making a Marvel movie, a legit horror movie, that would fucking blow my mind.
0: Change the game. It would change, change the horror game. Change the
1: fucking game.
0: Which would be kind of cool to see? Yeah, give a give a big budget to a horror film.
1: Oh God, just that's horror movies and always sending in Philadelphia are the two reasons I went to film school. So I just whenever we talk horror movies, it kind of just like lights a fire right under my sack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw who uh, they're trying to get a, a famous director to do Doctor Strange too now. Really. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Uh, The other part of um, 1917 that we talked about it right after the movie that really got us is there's a scene right near the end where he he has to run through this little burnt downtown and people start, they realize that he's not a German and they start shooting at him, they start chasing after him and he jumps in this river and the river is not like a, oh, slow moving, this is... Fun to float in, and I can see my reflection. It's like turbulent. There's rapids. There's rocks, and he's like, I think he gets shot, doesn't he? Yeah. And
1: then when he's about to get out, he like goes through a patch of like sixty or seventy bodies.
0: There's a there's a log that fell across the river, so it's the water can still move, but it's blocking everything that's coming down river, and it's just a trap for dead bodies that are bloated and blue and he's at this end of this exhausting, like barely survive. He goes down a waterfall. He got shot. He's barely surviving this whole river deal. And he has to climb out over floating bodies to get to the shore. And when he gets there, he gets on his knees and he just starts crying. And you feel it.
1: Right. that That's because you're literally, he's crying because he's just so tired it's, and exhausted and emotionally. Like he's literally almost
0: lost his life 30 times. It's like that frustrated cry of like,
1: <gasps> oh, I'm so fucking over this. Yeah. Like you really thought you were about to get your tax return, but now you owe more. And fucking, you've been working two jobs <clears throat> and you fucking just got fired from one. And guess what? You just got another fucking parking uh, ticket because you thought you were in a good spot. And you asked someone right in front of the store and they said, oh, yeah, you can park there. And then you just want to cry a little bit because you've been tra- working so fucking hard trying to get ahead. And now you can't eat.
0: Did this happened to you? That was oddly specific.
1: And it happens to me every fucking day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up. So they're trying to get Sam Raimi, who yeah. did the Spider Man to do Doctor Strange 2.
1: Be into it. Be into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Cool. Um,
0: 1917. Go see
1: it. Yeah. It's. You, you'll understand why. Uh, j- the Joker is the sexy pick for. Uh, You know the Oscar. I I still uh, I haven't seen anyone that's even going to come close. Granted, I haven't seen the whole. I haven't seen Adam Driver in Marriage Story and like yeah. So I haven't like seen the whole catalog, but
0: but the way even other actors are reacting to there's no way Joaquin's not winning. Right. There's no one's going to beat him. Even uh, no matter some people you know said they're iffy on the movie. A lot of people love it, but I've heard some people yeah, it's okay. But the acting from Joaquin alone, other actors are saying, you know, this is incredible. This is like a a poster for character study.
1: Yeah. I love it. Because when years ago, two or three years ago, when we're like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the Joker. Oh, cool. I hope he's good.
0: Yeah, I could see it.
1: Yeah. And then the lead up to the movie... There kept being rewrites and delays, and we're like, this is the mark of a bad movie. Yeah, same thing that happened to Suicide Squad, which turned out to be dog shit sprinkled with a little bit of cat in.
0: I remember the first trailer I saw for Suicide y- Squad, yeah,
1: when they had Mad Dark. World, yeah, they had the Mad World, like, uh, uh, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no,
1: it wasn't that, it was <laughs> I started a joke. The whole world was crying. And right when right when the song goes, the whole world was crying, that's when they segue into um Margot Robbie, and she goes, you guys are in so much trouble.
0: Oh, you, you I was fucking trailer? so excited Whoa. for that movie.
1: And they, they, they just at the end, it was like black screen, but they kept teasing Jared Leto's laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh. And that's when we still thought, we're like,
0: oh, it might be good. That might be real good. And then they made it this pop And, and color, then the studio disgusting.
1: goes, it's too dark. Make it more family friendly. And it was like, okay, throw some fucking like
0: L- neon colors. LA and lights with a little bit of Molly. Dubstep.
1: Yeah. And it was yeah.
0: bad. They ruined it. Like we said, so, we've said it. I read something. I can't remember if it was an article or what, but someone else was talking about how DC needs to take their dark world characters and oh no I was reading a uh, someone on Reddit put together a list and it was just a list of I believe directors and actors slash actresses and their response to would you be in a superhero movie and I remember it It wasn't Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro but it was a uh, director like that kind of thing that said I would love to do the DC world like the the dark DC world. I've always it was, ass- And it
1: wasn't Guillermo?
0: I, it might have been, but I don't think it was. I think it was someone. I had
1: 100% trust Guillermo. I had 100% trust Peter Jackson, too.
0: It was someone who they were saying that they've always wanted to do that side and that DC should do that side. Like, do the dark characters, which they should. Marvel beat you. Marvel already beat you on the big blockbuster. By far.
1: And you had a head start with Chris Nolan and Batman. Head start. And, I mean, you fucked it up. You fucked it up. Nothing is fucked here, dude. Speaking of. Speaking of. We'll segue nothing is fucked here, dude, to another movie called uh, The Jesus Rolls. Is that what it's called? It used to be called Going Places.
0: Jesus Rolls, yeah. which is the, not really a sequel, but It's
1: a, a spinoff?
0: Of The Big Lebowski, starring J- Jesus Quintana. Jack This movie is a... Uh, what would you call that? It's a, it's like a... I'd call it a spinoff. Right, but I'm saying it's like an homage to a 70s French film called Going Places. Yeah,
1: it's it's a, not a shot-for-shot shot remake, but it's based off a movie called
0: Going Places. Um, it seems like it has a similar storyline. Maybe not as not as similar because the original Going Places was highly controversial and had a lot of weird sex things.
1: Right. And and when you watch this trailer, it doesn't have like a conventional like, oh, you know what it's about. Like they need to rob a bank, or they need to like someone's sick, and they need to like get here in time to get the antidote. It's more like. Think of when you watch Days of Confused.
0: Yeah, it's just like a story about the person. Yeah. And they're not necessarily doing anything specific. It's just they're doing things.
1: And it's... I mean, I'm, I've am i been waiting for anything, like, Lebowski-wise for years. So I can't fucking wait. Um, and
0: uh, such a great character, have yeah. a spinoff. Wh- especially with John who's Turturro. Who's in it?
1: Is John Turturro Jesus, Bobby Cannavale...
0: That's the one.
1: Susan Sarandon, yep. Audrey Tatu, um, Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel like we're missing a couple of people.
0: Which Pete Davidson doesn't he have a project coming out with uh, the guy who wrote Superbad? Evan Goldberg. No, no, no. Who's Who's Will Ferrell's guy? Uh, Aaron McKay. Judd Apatow. Nope. I'm oh, sorry. Judd Apatow. Is it really? Pete Davidson and Judd Apatow have a really? project
1: coming out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm into that 100%. His role in fucking uh, the disaster artist, Judd Apatow's. Do you remember that? Yeah. When he's over there fucking doing Shakespeare and the waiter comes over, sir, is everything okay? Out it, does it fucking look like it's okay? You got through two acts of Shakespeare before you fucking came over here. <laughs> oh, uh, hi, Mock. Yeah. He looks like so. I know Jedi Patel's the nicest guy in the world, but it looks like a cock. He's supposed to look like, like he's annoyed because his dinner's getting interrupted.
0: So it's. But yeah, I can't remember. I don't know if it's a show because I know Pete Davidson has, like, it's called, like, The King of Brooklyn. I don't know. I can't remember if that's his show or a movie that he's coming out. But so we,
1: we talked about um, The King of Brooklyn. Is that what it's called? Maybe. I need to research this.
0: Yeah, looks good. Okay,
1: we talked about 1917 that we saw, and then we just uh, talked about going places.
0: Oh, I also saw this the other day. What? Just to add it in, because it's a new movie I've seen, you still haven't seen. Knives Out has a is going to have a sequel. Yep. New setting, new mystery, and new cast alongside Daniel Craig. So it's going to be a whole... Shit. Daniel Craig is the only stained piece.
1: I need to see this movie. Everyone that I've heard says the movie's amazing.
0: Um, let's talk about the other movie that we've seen
1: recently, and that's The Gentleman, Guy Ritchie.
0: This movie, I went in with not huge expectations, but I expected it to be a good movie. Far exceeded what I expected. Right.
1: It was like it wasn't like the Joker when we're like we're literally counting the calendar days down. It was like, hey, bub, you want to see a movie tonight? Sure. What's out? And then like came down on three suggestions and then the gentleman is the thing that we picked. Yeah. I see Fucking Matthew McConaughey. Glad that we picked
0: it. See Matthew McConaughey in the trailer. You go, Oh, that looks pretty good.
1: Yeah. Colin you, Farrell's in it.
0: If you've seen a lot of Guy Ritchie, you'll understand his style.
1: It's classic, classic Guy Ritchie. Um, and it just, it's perfect. Matthew McConaughey fits perfect. Colin Farrell does exactly what he does and it's perfect. Um, Jeremy Strong, which is one of the main guys from uh, *Succession*, and uh, he plays a little like just a little ratty cheese dick. And ev- everyone brings their A game to this movie. It's so good. Uh, Hugh Grant. Uh, it's probably the best Hugh Grant role I've ever seen.
0: Agreed. Yeah. For any of you, if anybody out there likes Guy Ritchie, like if you like *Snatch*, you like *Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels*, you like *Rock and Rolla*. This is classic Guy Ritchie, and it's done well. Cla-
1: it's classic, good, Englishman, action, gangster, it's like, so but
0: new-age gangster.
1: There is three to four to five, maybe even six times where there's a payoff, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, and you're just so happy for this like character getting retribution, whether it be Matthew McConaughey or Matthew McConaughey's wife or Colin Farrell, like everyone gets a taste.
0: And there's also, it's not a comedy by any means, but there's so much humor thrown in there. Oh yeah. yeah. There, there's a scene, I think it was the one in the trailer. Yeah. There's one, Uh, I think it was a scene in the trailer, but the whole scene where, it's where you're introduced to Colin Farrell's uh, character. And he's like in an English, nice. it's not a tracksuit, like a one color, it's got like a pattern on it. He's got one of those golfer hats, like a Kanga cap. Like the Biggie Smalls newsboy. Exactly. He's got glasses on, and he's at, like, a chip shop. And these punk kids come on, and they're boisterous when they come in. They're pushing past it. They walk up to the counter and don't even wait. They just start ordering stuff and, like, telling the people to go get it. And Colin Farrell snaps at one of them. He's like, get in the back of the line and wait your turn. And one of them starts to, like get gangster on and like pulls out a knife. He's like, I'll cut you old man. You better shut your fucking mouth. And he turns. I can't remember exactly, but he turns, he smacks the knife out of his hand and just starts giving him a lesson. And at one point he, he shoves this kid against the wall and another kid said something. He goes, okay, boys. And he like goes through this like thought out shit talking, not just, Oh, you guys are a punch, but like English thought out, saying deep, weird shit to cut to the core. Shit-talking, he goes, okay, boys, this is where we come. You got to come back at it. I need something. Give me something. Give me something. And one of them, another one, holds up a knife and goes, fuck you! And he just goes, oh, you've disappointed me. You've disappointed me. And he just beats the shit out of all of them and teaches them. And you find out that he's like the local boxing coach. And it's it's just a great... The whole scene is hilarious because Colin Farrell... It's, these kids are getting riled up. They're serious. And he's just joking the whole time, like going back and forth. Like, what are you guys going to do? Come on, this is how we do it.
1: Here's what you just made me think of. The next great character-driven boxing movie needs to be Colin Farrell. Like, needs one shot, looking for it.
0: Yeah. Shitty home life. That'd be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Colin Farrell kills it when he gets a role there. That... Oh, yeah. I fucking love Colin Farrell. Have you seen uh In Bruges? Or whatever? Yes. I saw that in film class. It's a great movie. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Yeah. By the way, I just went and found that article. It was Guillermo. You're shitting me. I'm not. Guillermo del Toro said, well, this... So, what I'm talking about on Reddit, and maybe we'll post this on Instagram so you guys can find this link or something. But on Reddit, someone put together a list of... He didn't get the interviews, but he just put... All the instances where different actors or directors were asked, "Do you want to be a, in a superhero movie?" and he just put their answers. and It's pretty interesting to read. He's got a lot of them on here, like Michael Bay, Orlando Bloom, Emily Blunt, Bong Joon-hun or Bong Jun-ho, uh, Danny Boyle, Alison Brie. As a director? No, no. It's director or actor. Gotcha. Like, would you want to act in it? Would you want to direct one? Um tom cruise but guillermo del tormo jesus christ guillermo del toro said well i co-wrote a whole screenplay on justice league dark for warner brothers so that's your answer i love dead man i love demon i love swamp thing zatanna that's a universe is one thing i'm very attracted to that side of the dc universe but i'm not a superhero guy for me to like a superhero the superhero needs to be a monster and he that makes kill, me want to see
1: he would kill that where it would, it would almost like we'd be watching the like antagonist the main character win but we don't want to see him win yeah you're like you almost feel kind of gross when the credits roll like did we really just watch him do that like he
0: would crush that shit that's crush a- that shit dc please Someone tell DC if anybody has any connections, even if it's like the fourth degree of a connection. Try to tell whoever knows something. Someone at DC, do a do dark versions of your superheroes. Everybody wants to see it. Look how well the Joker has done. Look, at, I mean they aren't even dark, but look how well the Nolan Batman's did when you made it real. Yeah. Hire people like Guillermo and be like, take our monster and run with it. I'd love to see it. We are talking about The Gentleman.
1: Yeah, The Gentleman. Uh, It's been a while since, uh, I guess not even a while. I mean, Matthew McConaughey has been bringing it lately. And it's almost like you plucked Matthew McConaughey out of his Lincoln commercials and put him in here. Just that cool as fuck, like...
0: That sold weed and was kind of a badass. Yeah,
1: like a suit, like kind of from nothing. It was kind of like a little shithead. And, like, made his way, and, like, now he's, like, he's a gentleman, wearing a suit, got a lady, like, proud of his life, gets had, and he turns it around at the end.
0: Takes care of business.
1: Takes care of fucking, I'm not gonna spoil too much.
0: No, I won't even this one, because it just came out. But
1: I remember the, the monologue he has at the end when he kind of flips shit. And I remember looking at you in the theater. I go, that was fucking badass.
0: That is, uh, what's his face? 100%. Who? Director. Oh, Guy Ritchie. That is uh, if Guy Ritchie a, to a T. Yeah.
1: At the end, I'm not going to spoil too much by saying this, but when the quote is, if you're a cent-off or a gram-off, it's it's, it's going to be bad. And he's talking about two different things. And the the other guy is just emotionally crumbling because he has to do something really bad. And it's in it's he's dug himself the hole and he got caught. So you gotta watch this shit. It's fantastic.
0: But if you're a Guy Ritchie fan, you know the monologues, you know the the speeches that he gives and like the wrap ups of his film when again, like you're saying, someone someone everything's starting to fall. All the dominoes are starting to fall. And it's sure enough, at the end of this one, oh, it's so good. And the way they tell it too. Is you're basically listening to uh, Hugh Grant tell a story. Hugh Grant sell a
1: movie script, right? Because the story is in a, uh, it's it's written in a script, and he's trying to sell it to Charlie Hunnam,
0: while also telling him, "Hey, this is what's been happening." Yeah, Charlie Hunnam's great in the movie too. Charlie Hunnam is one of my favorite. I, he's not even younger anymore, but I, I hope he beca- like I hope he has a long career. He's dope.
1: Yeah, way dope. Um, yeah. So go see it. Go fucking see the gentleman. It's fantastic. I still need to see Knives
0: Out. Uh, Knives Out is incredible. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's you you go with that. Let's yeah. move. Let's move on to a TV show we've been watching together, The mm. Outsider by HBO. Yes. Yeah, uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna talk about this one. So spoilers. It's starting. If you get, haven't it's seen
1: starting it. to get a little weird. Episode six tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Stephen King wrote this movie, or not this movie, but the story, <laughs> and it's it's uh, gonna be an eight or ten part series on uh, HBO, starring Ben Mendelsohn directed by uh jason bateman
0: oh i didn't know he directed it well he directed
1: at least the first episode wow yeah the first and second episode and he's in it um and the premise um stephen king in an interview says uh i first uh started writing the outsider because i i wanted to write a story based off the premise of how can how can a man be in two places at once And that's pretty much what the gist of it is. If you guys aren't familiar with what The Outsider is, um, Jason Bateman gets arrested um, while coaching a Little League baseball game. They come and arrest him there for the murder of, like, a little 8-year-old kid. Grizzly murder. Grizzly murder. Like, fucking bite marks out of him, like bad chunks. His prints are all over the scene. Blood is found on his clothes. Like it's a open and shut case. All over the witnesses, scene. witnesses have seen him, and they're all corroborate pretty much the same shit. Like
0: all over a van that he uses, went, yeah, quote unquote. But there is video of him seventy
1: miles away during the murder at like a teacher's conference, and that's yep. his alibi. And he's like, I was fucking here.
0: Um, there's video of him. There's he. They go into a gift shop, and his character had taken a photo book off the shelf that no one else has, t- the storekeeper's like, I'm here every day, no one's ever touched that part. Right.
1: So he literally, there. I mean, there, there's a scene where it's just him and Ben Mendelssohn and he's like, um, there is like an overwhelming amount of evidence on both sides that says you did this and so you didn't do this. And then uh, Jason Bateman goes, do you want me to explain that? And, and Ben Mendelssohn goes, nope. And he goes, good, because I can't, I can't explain this. Um, so we're finding out, like, really what the fuck's going on, and then it's taking a turn for the weird, and it's a good weird. Like, well, what, there's some weird shit
0: going on. What blew me away was that Jason Bateman, I thought was gonna be a staple throughout yeah. this whole show. Spoiler. He dies in episode two. Yeah, he gets capped in episode two by the brother of the kid that dies. Because the kid dies, mom has a heart attack about the kid dying, yeah. dies, Dad hangs himself.
1: Yeah, he hangs himself after the kid Oh, that's right. That's yeah, yeah. right. Dad's the force. So the whole family gets destroyed by this 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 tragedy.
0: Jason Bateman is going into court and the older brother comes with a gun and yeah. just starts capping. Yeah, like, like opens the police barricade and starts like shooting and Ben Mendelson has to clap him in the forehead. In the
1: forehead. Yeah. And and like opens like takes off the kid's sunglasses and his hat and realizes the like older brother. And when we say older, he's like 16, 17.
0: Yeah. But this yeah
1: holding the kid Jason Bateman takes one on the throat and uh Ben Mendelssohn comes back and he's like trying to like stop the bleeding because they like they're all from a small community and like you can tell they've been friends but like they've also like Ben Mendelsohn's holding on to a lot of pain because his son has also died and things like that so the, it's almost it's a, there's a moment of tenderness when like he puts uh Ben Mendelsohn puts his hand on Jason Bateman's throat and he's trying to stop the bleeding. And like the last words that Jason Bateman says, he goes, Ralph, I didn't kill that kid. I didn't do it.
0: And it's one of those scenes too, because I think it's the end of the episode. I can't remember. Yeah, it's towards the end. Uh, it's one of those scenes too, where he gets he gets hit in the neck, but at the same time, the way that Ben Mendelsohn comes quickly and is holding it, a doctor comes as she's like, I'm a doctor. I know how to do this. Stay with us. Stay with You think that it's going to end up, oh, he's in the hospital. He's survived, whatever. No, he dies.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's it's weird, but it's – yeah, he uses his – his wife is right there too. His wife's holding his throat. He doesn't say, honey, I love you or anything like that. He looks at Ben Mendelsohn's character and says, Ralph, it wasn't me. I didn't kill that kid. Um, I had nothing to do with it. So it's – and you believe – it's believable. Like you believe him. And because and, and yeah.
0: When uh, Jason Bateman's getting taken away in the cop car, he asked why he came and got him at the game. And he goes, you just ruined our lives. And what happens after Jason Bateman dies is you realize he did like Jason Bateman's kids are getting picked on in school. The they get expelled. People are talking shit to his wife. People his wife has had it. There are people applying for nanny jobs for the kids that are just reporters trying to get a story because it's this. The public now knows that there's evidence for. There's evidence against. And so there's people come. Don't you want people to know your story? Don't you want us to tell us? And it's starting to fall into place what actually happened and who this second Jason yeah. Bateman was.
1: So this this there's a female uh, private eye. Love who, her character. Yeah. Oh, she's fantastic. She's very like uh, she's I would say she's like uh, uh Caribbean, like Dominican Republic or Haiti or yeah, it's it's something of that like like area like that's her like
0: lineage heritage
1: yeah um and she is a savant um, with her work like she's amazing at her at whatever she does
0: Uh, a savant in some ways but also so she gives an example she says i can tell you to the foot or to the inch how tall a building is by looking at it but i can't tell you my own height like she's she's got this weird like things just she knows information she can't explain it she can look at different things. It's that like tell a Rain fa-
1: Man. It's very similar to what Rain Man had. Yeah, yeah.
0: But doesn't know like she again couldn't tell you how much she weighs. Can't tell you her height.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the ways they break her character in is like there's some dudes talking at the bar about a like a baseball game that happened in like 1980 something. And then she says, like, she's like, uh, Roberto Alomar started this game and lasted until the seventh inning, and then uh, he was relieved by this guy and then this guy in the ninth inning with two outs, gave up the save or something like that. Like, says a game perfectly. Like, that had no – it wasn't like game seven in the 1950 World Series where everyone knows about it. Like, she has a catalog of information that makes her really good at her job. Like, she's really fucking good at her job. So there's um, – she – we're five episodes in, and she's realizing this whole Jason Bateman looks like two dudes at once uh, in two different places with a dead kid has happened multiple times with
0: multiple people. So in it's, somewhat of a supernatural way. Yeah, so
1: it's starting to get connected where, like, she, now, now she's trying to find—because Jason Bateman's not the only person, and there's three or four instances, so she's trying to find the correlation—
0: what is causing this? So. And I think there's only one of them left. So like Derek said, this kid dying and someone being in two places and someone going to jail for it, type that's happened before. And of all the uh, suspects that got charged with this, I'm sh- pretty sure that girl is the only one left alive. All yep. the other ones either committed suicide or yep. they're dead. Yeah. And so you're just, yeah. they're piecing together the puzzle and it's, it's getting... It's juicy right now. Yeah. With,
1: without spoiling any more. If you
0: getting haven't weird. watched
1: it, tune in. The Outsider, written by Stephen King, directed by Jason Bateman right now. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is the driving force behind it, who's fucking amazing, if, you, if you're not familiar with Ben Mendelsohn. One
0: of my favorites. Yeah, it's
1: just getting better and better and better.
0: Give me a place beyond the Pines 2 yeah. spinoff with his character yeah uh another one on HBO I don't know if you've been watching it but um what's the space one called Avenue 5 yeah I haven't I haven't seen it so it's it's pretty I still haven't decided if I really like it or if it's just like a, eh I'll watch this kid's on but it's got a great cast it's got House Hugh Laurie Hugh Laurie House yeah uh Josh Gad
1: yeah I like him
0: uh the husband and wife from "She's Out of My League." Okay. The you want it, I got ooh, it. Ooh. Are you a hooker, or I mean, a prostitute? Uh, and Marnie. then and then um, that's such a gross name. Gabe from The Office. Shut up about the sun. Shut up about the sun. He is turning. He plays a similar character in everything he does. But he is hilarious to me. And every Gabe is hilarious in the office. Uh, what's his name in Fuck not Richard? But in Silicon Valley, his character is hilarious. And then in this one, he's like the customer service guy. So for everyone that doesn't know the show, it's about uh like a luxury space cruise. And they're they're going off. I think they're supposed to go around Jupiter or Saturn or something like that. And then they come back to Earth, and I think it's like a three month or a three week cruise. Josh Gad is this billionaire genius who's created this whole thing. Hugh Laurie is the ship's captain, um, and then all the other characters. Uh, Gabe is the like customer service guy that's supposed to take care of like all their complaints and whatever. And then everybody else is just kind of guests. I mean, there's other people, there's other crew members, but no one that big, and early on in the first episode they have a malfunction with their gravity and it slams everybody up against one side of the walls of in the ship that alters their course by like 0.1% or something like that and so it turns this journey into like a six month journey and you just start finding out these things of like the situations as bad as it could be And the whole show is gonna be them having to figure this out and working with the guests and like they're just there's dynamics that they're building that it could be funny and I love the cast, but it still hasn't really grasped me. So
1: the jury's still out for you.
0: It is. Okay. I I mean I'm gonna watch it.
1: I haven't I haven't seen this, I need to watch it.
0: But it's it's pretty good. I got you. Uh that's a good segue into things coming out. Yeah, what's next? Because I don't, I don't think we have many that we've seen left that we haven't talked yeah, about. Yeah, no, I think
1: we talked about everything. So, uh, did you see the trailer for Spiral?
0: Yes. So
1: this is Chris Rock's uh, um, like pet project, and it's it's a Saw movie, like remember the torture movies with Jigsaw and shit, starring Clown Chris Rock. It's a serious movie where he's a detective. When's the last time we've seen a serious movie with Chris Rock?
0: And throwing Sam L Sam too, Sam L
1: Jackson, and he's got Chris Rock's got like a goatee, and it's like a serious dark movie. And it, the when when the when the thing ends, it's it says spiral, and then the subtitle is from the book of Saw.
0: And the little spiral that they have are, if you remember Saw, the cheeks of the clown, the little spirals he had. It's the same thing. It looks good. I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, I'm still like. Cause is it another saw movie? Why don't they just call it Saw? So we don't know what it is yet, but it's also when you like you see the tones, like, oh, it's definitely another Saw movie. Like Yeah. People are gonna get tortured again.
0: It's not a straight up horror though, like you said. It's like a detective thriller, like cop movie.
1: Yeah, but then there's one scene where it shows Chris Rock in handcuffs with a saw in his hand like
0: it's paying the first homage
1: movie. to the first movie
0: which the reveal in the first movie was in my opinion one of the best reveals i've ever seen the first time i went into it did not know that was going to happen and at the end of the movie when he gets up from out of the middle of the room of that body that was there the whole time i was like oh <gasps> the whole time you were there you knew the whole time was a great movie
1: yeah it got spoiled for me before i saw it though oh so i knew it was gonna go on but things like the key going down the drain at the very start of the movie that's all he needed to get up free
0: type shit like yeah well thought out yeah
1: very well that that was i remember seeing uh an interview with the directors of that movie and they're like how can we make a movie in one room and that's pretty much how saw was born
0: I've never seen it, but Tom Hardy has a movie called I'm not gonna figure it out. But it's same premise. He's in a it's just him in a car the whole movie. And it's him fielding calls from either his pregnant wife or this pregnant girl that he was like a he either has a taxi service and he dropped her off. But the whole movie is just him in the car. There's no one else in it. Just Tom Hardy the entire movie reminds me of Buried with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I never saw that. I can't. That's he's in a coffin the whole time. Yeah, that's one of the being claustrophobic. I'm not claustrophobic as in like oh I can't get in an elevator because I feel trapped. No.
1: So I mean, it's been out for decades, so I'm not even worried about spoilers. But the whole movie, the end is. Like the ground, like a bomb goes off because he's buried in the Middle East, and a bomb goes off above him. And um, but it's also the same time like the they're able to ping his phone, and the Americans are like trying to dig, and uh the sand is coming into uh the coffin, and he's starting to like lose his air and cough and shit, and he's on the phone the whole time, and they're like. Ryan just hold on we're almost there we're almost there we're almost there we're almost there and he's like oh I can't breathe I can't breathe I can't breathe I can't breathe and they get that and you just hear the voice go oh fuck and he goes what what he's like we're at the wrong hole or something like that and it's pretty much the end of the movie
0: oh my god yeah so that would be awful yeah uh what were you just talking about uh Spiral oh yeah perfect yeah, I just saw a preview. I haven't watched the second season of Fargo on TV, FX Fargo. I haven't watched the first. The first one was great. I loved the first season. Uh, I'm sure the second season is great as well. That was with Kirsten Dunst, I believe. Has there been a third? I don't know how many seasons are out right now. I don't know,
1: but I've heard from everyone Fargo's amazing.
0: But uh, Chris Rock is in the next season.
1: I hope he's going to do some more serious shit like this.
0: I know, we haven't seen Chris Rock in a while.
1: Yeah, and it's a different like ball game because his uh Chris Rock uh bigger blacker is one of the best stand ups I've ever seen in my life.
0: Um, season four. Yeah, the third season was back in two thousand seventeen. Interesting. Holy moly. Uh there's another guy I saw in here too that looked familiar. He's the guy from he's I believe in a lot of um, Wes Anderson movies. He's got the little mustache. Ralph Fiennes. Maybe. Hold on. I got the IMDb coming here. Give me the cast. Oh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. Hell yeah. Bend Wishaw. Don't know who that is. Jason Jason Schwartz. Okay. Yeah, and Chris Roth. There you
1: go. Uh, I know a ton of people are excited for that. Um, we just saw a trailer for the most dangerous game. Oh yeah. What's what I mean it was a short story that both of us read in high school.
0: Um Who who hasn't read Most Dangerous Game? Yeah, I which, feel like everybody f- and their mother the mother had to read For that. those
1: of you that haven't read that short story, it's uh is is the guy shipwrecked?
0: Yes. He so he's shipwrecked onto an island. Onto an
1: island and then there's a guy he's looking for help and there there's a guy, a rich guy that finds him and it's like you get whatever you want. You get a million dollars or something like that. You got to survive the next 24 hours. I'm going to hunt
0: you. He like takes him to his mansion first and nurses nurses him back to health. And you're like, oh, this is kind of dope. And then he gives him, he I think he gives him the option. It's not like a, you have to do this or you're not getting out alive. I think it's like, a hey, here you go. I can take care of all your worries, like all this, if you let me do this. And I think he agrees to it. And then that whole, the whole rest of the story is it gives him how many, like three hours head start or something like that starts at dawn. He's like, you get three hours before I'm coming after you. He's like, you can go out into the jungle, do whatever you want. And then the whole short story is this guy being hunted. Oh, I've wanted it to be a movie for, since I read it, it's my favorite short story.
1: Yeah. It looks bomb as fuck. Um,
0: Christoph Waltz so and Christoph
1: Waltz is the guy who hunts, and then Liam Hemsworth is the guy in the middle. And it it looked according to the trailer, looks like there's a little more modern touch to it. It doesn't place take place on an island. It doesn't look like
0: no. And it like also looks like Christoph Waltz is not the only one hunting him. And every hour that goes by that he survives, it goes up, which doesn't make sense cause if a million dollars, right, twenty four point
1: five at the end,
0: right, weird. Because if you get a million dollars and they get killed, like what's the point?
1: What's the fucking point?
0: Maybe he can call it call it quits whenever he wants. I don't know. Right. But it looks good. Yeah. Super and it's weird. coming out on that new streaming service side. If you guys Quibi. watch the Super Bowl, yeah, Quibi, which also has another show coming out with uh, Will Forte and Kristen Olsen, which looks pretty funny. It sounds dope. They're both. Uh, I think they want to be like interior decorators and they think they should be like the couples on TV that flip houses but Kristen Olson works at Home Depot and I can't remember will for where will Forte works but they see an ad on like HGTV for the next you know home flipping couple reality show stars like a, a like a contest and so they they're going to enter it they're making their movie and they're demoing a house and they swing into a wall and and they rip it open, and it's a wall of money. And so they say, you know, you know what this means. You know what this can do for us. And it's like a sharp cut in the trailer to them producing and making their own TV show. <laughs> and like they're doing the same things that they were doing, just with more money now. And the twist is that money was a stash house for like a Mexican cartel. He kidnaps them too. You think they're gonna die or have to get out of it somehow? And he's like. You took that terrible house and turned it into a paradise. You're going to redo my house now. And it looks like the whole series is going to be them being interior decorators for like the Mexican cartel. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Got dry mouth. Um, But yeah, it looks good because that one cartel guy tells his friends who then wants them to redecorate their house. Looks good on Quibi.
1: It does look dope. Um, Quibi, yet again another streaming service because we don't have enough.
0: Quibi, we just dropped your name like ten times. Give us a year for free.
1: Come on, give me a little taste. Give me a little pee-pee.
0: A little pee-pee.
1: Yep. So, those are the things that are coming out right now. The other one. Oh, Spielberg's like After Dark. um, Which is going to be a horror series uh, written and directed by Steven Spielberg. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. The other one is coming out on Netflix, similar to Avenue 5. But it's it's a show. The trailer does not show you anything. It's one of those trailers that it's like it's showing the earth, and it's got writing over it telling you what the show is about. It doesn't show you any of the show, but it's called Space Force. It's starring Steve Carell, John Malkovich. Uh, it's another Schwartz. It's the guy that plays John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. It's Ben Schwartz. There you go, Ben Schwartz. And then people I didn't know. But it's a show... It's like a little comedy, Star Trek. Brought to you by the guys who brought to you you uh, The Office. Greg Daniels. About, like... You know, everybody knows that Trump started Space Force. It's that. It's going to be a show about those people. And I think it's going to be hilarious. John Malkovich is the ad that I'm like, ooh. John Malkovich and yeah. Steve Carell. It's going to be good. going to be real good. Real good. Exciting TV coming out. I can't wait. There's probably another movie, too, that I'm waiting for. can't remember right now, though.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's in there, too. Yeah, you get, you getting sleepy. A little bit. I mean... You know, I had a couple of whiskeys, whatever. And we had a long day. We did. Went I, to the we went to the sportsman show today, the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. Pretty cool. It was nutty in there. It just, just makes me want things.
0: A lot of people. Like, it took us an hour to park. Yeah, at least an hour to park. It was crazy. I didn't expect that many people. But it was cool. Should have it, had more camping stuff. Yeah, it was
1: cool. It's kind of like, oh, do you want this boat for only 198 a month? It's $30,000, Like, but it's a party boat. I mean, I've never been a boat guy in my life, but it makes me want to be a boat guy.
0: <laughs> pontoon boat. It was very cool pontoon boat. Yeah, it was nice and then it's like speakers. And it was powerful enough to tow somebody. Like there is a picture of a kid wakeboarding off the back, which that's crazy for yeah. a pontoon boat.
1: Um, Another thing I can think of that obviously like it's coming, we just you know haven't thought of it yet is uh, the next and possibly the last season of Stranger Things.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean, haven't
0: even really thought about that.
1: Yeah, excited for that. That's probably going to be a summer thing because the last one came out on July fourth. Is there anything coming out that I'm really excited? Tenant. Yeah. Tenant. Oh shit! Shit on a log, Mullins. Yes.
0: I can't wait. I still
1: have no idea what the fuck it's about. I'm so excited. Tenet is from my favorite director, if you haven't been listening, Chris Nolan, uh, directing Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, and like a little espionage, like uh, spy thriller. And you don't know what the fuck it's about. And There's it's obviously so something good. to do with time, in time it. Travel, and time travel. It's not even travel, but it's like, oh, let's rewind five seconds. Or let's spin it in a different direction. You're so confused watching this trailer, but it still looks badass.
0: There are a couple. Now I'm looking at just, I typed into Google, movies coming out in 2020. There are a couple that do look Mulan looks really good. Yeah. Although, the shitty part is, I heard that the main actress of Mulan is Team China when the whole China-Hong Kong thing was popping off. Pass. Ah, I feel bad. Enjoy,
1: Enjoy that coronavirus, bitch.
0: I'm gonna wait I like wanna wait till Redbox now. So it's like you ain't get I'll give you some money yeah. but not movie theater yeah. eight eleven fifty money.
1: I saw someone's meme the other day that was like, What if Mulan and the guy at the end of Mulan got married and then she always brought up, Hey, remember when you thought I was a guy and you're completely okay with a guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah. Uh the one I'm a little disappointed for the direction they took it. The Black Widow movie could have been so much cooler than it looks.
1: Yeah, I hope that comes out good. Because ScarJo, they need a bone thrown to her.
0: like. And what? Your girl's in it. Which one? Midsommar girl. Oh, oh, She's Fonce the po? sister. Oh, that is my lady. But, like, give us a Red Sparrow, Black Widow. Yeah, oh. Don't give us this, oh, it's after Natalie... Natasha, it's like in between one of the movies, and she goes to meet up with her. You know people. she was a red sparrow. She, she would. fucking
1: know she was a red
0: sparrow. She was a badass one yeah, too, a little bad bitch. Uh, what's the Bond twenty five in my? Oh looks yeah, real yeah, good. yeah. That's on
1: my list too. Holy shit. I will never get enough of this. And they said this is last like three movies. They're like, okay, this is Daniel Craig's last one. This is Daniel Craig's. He said for sure, this is his last one.
0: Well, I heard he was like a dick on, on set.
1: Probably, but it's as long as he's pumping out the product that he is.
0: And he's got uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. And Remy what, Malik. Yeah. Remy looks dope. He looks,
1: yeah, he looks angry. But it's he like think of the cheese dick character that Pierce Brosnan did, where he was just kind of like, Oh, my hair is really nice, and I'm always wearing this fucking tuxedo, and I'm always doing this little like uh Hugh Grant, fucking like, uh, not really an
0: action star, he just kind of suave,
1: right? Daniel Craig, old man,
0: bringing it like. Both sides. He's yeah. got the suave and he's got the action. Yeah, so
1: he's going to be this grizzled old man with some five o'clock shadow. Do, 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 do. And then when the times he's going to have to get like shaved up and put in a suit and shit, when they're going to be like, sir, do you want to shake and disturb? Do I look like I give a damn? <laughs>
0: Just pissed off.
1: Yeah, my shit. Uh, he, before Daniel Craig did this, it was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then... He's been crushing that role. I
0: hope. I hope they
1: give it to Idris. I hope
0: they give Bond to Idris Elba. I think they're gonna give it to a girl. I think they're gonna give it to the black girl in this movie.
1: That'd be cool too. But I really want to see. I think Idris Elba would fucking kill this role.
0: What was? What did I first see Daniel Craig in? Speaking of, um,
1: where what's what's my man Idris doing lately?
0: What's Charles Miner doing? Yes, I'm worthy. The other guy in Avenue Five is uh, uh, oh my god, who's the boss? Not Robert California, but before that, uh, David Wallace. David Wallace. David Wallace is in Avenue Five. Right. Uh, the other movie, the other one of the last ones that I'm pretty excited for, Quiet Place Two. That looks fantastic. Oh, fantastic. They did the, the first trailer I saw for that was how you should do a trailer. Yeah. All it was is the scene in the new trailers of Emily Blunt, the two kids and the baby walking on the sand, and it's just their feet at first. And then they get to the end of where the sand is, and Emily Blunt stops, and then it comes up to their head, and she turns around and looks at the kid. And one of the kids shakes their head yes, and she just takes one step off the sand, and then it cuts the trailer, and it says a quiet place too. Fantastic!
1: It's so good. Um, I think Idris Elba is replacing Will Smith in the Suicide Squad. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um. Dune. Yeah. And then I didn't I didn't know this was happening, but. Vin Diesel is, being a comic book character, bloodshot. Oh, yeah, we saw the poster there, that, didn't we? Which, uh, Vin Diesel's one of my guilty pleasure actors. Yeah,
1: yeah. so Fast 9's coming out. John yeah. Looks like John Cena is one of the villains, and he plays Vin Diesel's little brother. Interesting. Right. Um, and then it's the return of uh, uh, Han, which was the cool, like, protagonist in Tokyo Drift. So six movies later, he's alive, and his like little reveal in the trailer is like, what's up, guys? How you doing? And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and this just, they're on the ninth movie. I, never, I can't believe
0: these are still coming out. I
1: never in a million years would thought this would become a franchise and into what it is, and it's basically turned into Transformers.
0: Fast One is sick. It's still sick. Tokyo Drift sucks.
1: It's not good. <laughs> it's not good.
0: The rest of them are three's okay.
1: Two fast, two no, three is Tokyo Drift. I thought no, so it goes the first one fast and the furious, too fast, too furious. Oh, third yeah, one's you're right. Tokyo Drift. I thought
0: Tokyo Drift was number two. Yeah,
1: third one is Tokyo Drift, and the fourth one is uh Paul Walker again. I think
0: fast and furious was yeah. that the one where they dropped the too fast, yeah, and
1: then fast five. And I yeah, the think they just want, uh, and then the sixth one is like the fast and the furious. Like they're all very like weird, slight like variations. I've only seen like the first four. I need
0: they're to they're kind of guilty pleasure. I'll watch right. them if they're free. Yeah. I'm not gonna go to a theater see this one it' all these action movies, all these big blockbuster action movies are just turning into the same movie yeah. with different elements they're using. you know like wrong. they're just all the same c g i all the same big explosions, all the same stupid things. You're not wrong. The one that was when I first saw it when it was coming out that I did not... I was like, why are they doing this movie? They did An Invisible Man with uh, Kevin Bacon back in the day. Oh, yeah. They don't need to do this. But The Invisible Man coming out with... What's her name? Kate Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss.
1: Yeah. Looks great. Yeah, looks fantastic.
0: I like this hat dress. Yeah, She's been too. on a couple of my list before. She was on my not hot, hot list. Um, one of those... It's that frustrating feeling... Of you know something is happening and no one believes you.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. Is there any good superhero movies coming out this year, like Marvel was?
0: Uh, no. I think Black Widow is the one. And then uh, DC has Wonder Woman 1984. I hope that's good. I hope so too. I hope DC gets it together. I like Gal Gadot. But they don't
1: seem like they're gonna. Gal Gadot is probably the top five most beautiful creatures on this earth. Women from Israel, flame, all the women in their like uh, uh, military branch, all of them, all get it.
0: There's one that has been going around the internet for probably six years. That's just beautiful. Uh, you know what is coming out this year for Marvel is all their TV shows.
1: Yeah, all the Disney shit. I'm excited the for this.
0: WandaVision. Yeah, looks the weird. Good. I do not know what's going on.
1: One of the freezing cold takes on that was like, just FY, if you guys remember, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen have a little sister that nobody cares about. Jesus, <laughs> and now she's the hot one. She
0: she's the cool one too. She's the cool and the hot
1: one, and the other hey. two look like like if. Like all, all like two like trouts wanted to do was be turned into a human being.
0: Loki is coming out TV show, dope. Love me some Tom Hiddleston. Uh oh, something does come out this year, which I believe is a movie, right? The Eternals.
1: I don't know about that. I know
0: it's Marvel like uh, brand, but Camille Nanjiani. I don't know if it's a TV show or a movie, but it comes out, supposedly, November 6th. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, i would be into that. And then... I haven't seen anything for this one, but Shang-Chi, The Legend of Ten Rings. Oh, that's 2021. Never mind. Yes, yeah, co- the What? It says the Loki one doesn't come out till spring 2021, too. And Hawkeye's getting a show?
1: Yeah. Dope. Jeremy Renner deserves a show.
0: Give us those three years. Give us the three years. I think it's five. Yeah, because there's five years. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Give us the five years.
1: You guys know, if you've seen The Avengers, you know what I'm talking about. When he goes to Tokyo and just starts fucking people up.
0: Give it to us. Angry
1: Jeremy Renner. He's got that
0: long-ass shaved mohawk thing. (sighs) Give us that. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. That's all the new. Yeah. It's all the new new. Have you guys got any new stuff that you're excited for? Hit us on the Instagram. I'm a little upset that you guys don't hit us on the Instagram more. Come on. Give us a little sex. Come on, baby. Give us a taste.
1: Yeah. We'll taste you back. Sarah Nichols, how come you don't hit us up anymore on there? Come on.
0: Rude. That was rude. All right, y'all. Um. Hope you enjoyed the Derek yeah. and Nate special. The... The testosterone driven yeah. episode.
1: Just th- just throw a wiener on the microphone for y'all to listen to. It was all no, l- yeah. Yeah, no that, ladies. Yeah, that's what the, you guys heard that sound. That was a that was a three-pound dick. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's all, right, too guys. Heavy. all right, shout out Larry Weir, appreciate y'all.
0: Larry Weir, come out with some new stuff so we can talk about you. Hey, Larry new Weir. New teen
1: witch. Yeah, Larry Weir, top that. To, uh,
0: the world 2021 needs more teamwork <gasps> chats on <live. laughs>
1: Top that.